everybody, and welcome to another episode of Live, Work, Play, your guide to doing those very things in Northwest Arkansas. We are back with the second part of our conversation with Eric Howerton, the chief growth officer over at White Spider. And it was just, it was a fantastic opportunity to continue picking his brain on all things omnichannel. And so I invite you to tune in to that conversation right after this message from our sponsors. This episode of Live, Work, Play is sponsored by Candex LED antibacterial lighting. Combining the best of microbiology and lighting technology to eliminate over 99% of pathogens in the air and on surfaces. Candex LED antibacterial lighting is available now on walmart.com. All right, Eric. So where we left off last time was talking about the tremendous opportunity that is in front of Walmart suppliers as the omni-channel world that we are living in just becomes more and more a part of uh, that space. So if you would, let's keep pulling on that thread. Here's the deal. Content, attribution, proper search, conversion, all that digital experience is it's all one and the same. I mean, we're just now starting to see how this is impacting on the store side. There will be, a, I mean, inventory is different store, fulfillment, logistics, all that stuff's changed with Walmart, you know, and suppliers are kind of still just trying to catch wind of what's going on and why is this happening? Or, you know, they, you know, they look too much at the numbers to try to segment the difference between a brick and mortar sale versus a dot-com. It still happens today. I consult on it every mm-hmm. single meeting. And, you know, and for three years, I've been trying to say, hey, think Omni. And it's been really challenging for suppliers to really understand if I do something digitally, it's about Walmart. And Walmart is an Omni retailer. The shoppers are Omni shoppers. And so therefore, this digital stuff is greatly impacting everything that I'm doing. That is so important for people here because right now, there's so much being thrown at suppliers that it creates this cacophony of noise, right? There's there's this real sense that it's one foot in legacy reef retail and one foot in Omni or, or forward looking and suppliers are bombarded with being fluent in both. So, so help our supplier friends out there sift through the noise and speak for a moment to what's the most impactful thing they can be doing in this time of accelerated change. It's when you have merchants that are visual people because they're human beings, right? And if I'm a merchant for, you know, a, a, a category, fa- say fashion apparel, I go look at your product page on walmart.com and you got two or three pictures on there and a brief sentence about, you know, the your clothes. And then I go to your same page on Amazon and it's blown out with 20 pictures and videos and descriptions and all this stuff. I'm pissed. And, and, and I'm looking at, and especially if you're in store, I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, I, I thought that we have, you know, a partnership here. I'm, I know I got to be conquering your sales at Amazon when you look at the whole picture uh, and it's, it's dwarfing it. But, you know, it's just been, but it's, it's hard for suppliers to kind of really see that omni picture. And all these things are going to impact greatly. I mean, it's the attributions like styles, colors, sizes, taste, flavors, uh, nutritional information, all those things. And, and we're just now starting, I mean, and that's fundamental things. That's these requirements 
are going to continue to grow and expand. So for example, let's say that you were selling blueberries, right? To me, and I have a website and you give me your content and it's, you gave me that it's a blueberry and it comes in a quart container and that's it. And then I have my website and my shopper comes on there and they type in blueberry quart container. Absolutely. You're going to be found. But if they come in and start asking about the sweetness, the size of the blueberry, where's the, where's the origin of the blueberry? Was it these types of practices? Is it organic? Is it natural? Is it organic natural? I mean, I don't know, you know, what kind of pesticides, the more info you can give on a product, the better we need to think as suppliers that I am the, I am the most intelligent genius for my specific product. I have spent gobs of money on research and development. There are reasons I designed it, developed it, produced it, all these different things. I have the information. It's just the breakdown of not really a breakdown of getting the information, but the significance of that information for their overall business. And so just like you said, your pattern of going to store, navigating in Walmart stores, trying to find your products because you're trying to save yourself time is all you're doing. It's that simple. But if you top in, you know, uh, uh, blueberry, organic blueberry, and there's nowhere in there that says organic to that blueberry, you ain't going to find it. And so therefore you exit out or you choose a different brand, you know? And so Walmart's going to be looking for that stuff. And if you are a supplier as an Omni supplier champion with the Omni effort that Walmart's absolutely invested in, it's clear as day, it's tangible now, right? Uh, then it would behoove you to make your investment and catch that vision. That's why I say stop, catch the vision, invest into your Omni future, right? And it's here. It's yeah, here. That content page is of the utmost importance. Absolutely. And if the time and energy isn't put there, I mean, we've we've had other guests on who have spoken to, even though the, the sale is still taking place in store, it's being driven now by that experience that happens on the website. And if somebody can't find your product, mm-hmm. they may very well, well walk right past yeah. it to grab something they did see on the website and they've already made a buying decision. Yeah. And now they're just acting on it because the mechanisms of going into the store, there's still a, there's still a reward mechanism built into that that people yep. like yep. to have that transaction. And, and the thing, what you're talking about is the tangible side of what you can see, right? Like, so we talk about the product detail page. Um, that you can see the pictures, you can see the specifications, you can see the content, the videos, but that's really about maybe 40%, even if you blew it out to its best, that's 40% of really the value of the information. It's the stuff in the back end that's feeding the Walmart robot, which is impacting the app, it's impacting social media, it's impacting store procurement of the merchants, it's impacting all the store stuff that's going on. It's going to impact delivery. It's going to impact drones. It's going to impact VR, AR, all of it. And so the 60% that you have in the back and all the, all the boring stuff that no ad agency on the planet earth would ever love to do, right? The merchandising, you know, I mean, we can back it up to where, you know, to Sam Walton merchandising. We're not talking about marketing. Marketing is just, Hey, I got, you know, a, a video that I spent a hundred thousand dollars shooting, you know, in this really fantastic place with happy mom, held up a very happy baby and everything's beautiful and perfect. That's your marketing side. 
right? Your merchandising side is, is that this diaper doesn't leak. This diaper doesn't cause rashes. It's composed of these things. Those are the things that are mattering to the shoppers. Why? Because shoppers have all the world of information at their fingertips 24-7 anywhere they want to be. That's been going on for well over a decade, thanks to Google, right? I can Google anything on the planet right now. And actually, I relied on it for everything. How to build a raised garden bed. I've been telling that story forever. Went to Google, asked Google a question. It popped up, and the page that showed up had the most information because Google Robot finds it most credible, shows it to me, and guess who it was? It was Lowe's. I immediately, without thinking, went to Lowe's and picked up my order spent about 450 bucks came home and built my garden that's how simple that's going that's happening all the time right and so manufacturers like need to understand that kind of concept within the walmart search engine space or the you know the algorithmic space and that's a daunting task right for any manufacturer or supplier so how is skew ninja helping manufacturers and suppliers do all this so they can focus on the stuff that they do best yeah so i a lot of it is, you know, starting out with this type of conversation, right? I mean, we really, uh, we stay so close to Walmart on a daily basis. I mean, we got, we got a great team of people. I mean, just, just, just folks that are very specialized in certain sections within the Walmart space that, that are constantly digging, researching, you know, watching what is Walmart doing, right? And so we want to be the first to know kind of what Walmart's up to because then we turn around and we make our tools ahead of the curve and adapt to those before, you know, Walmart's even launching it on what they're doing. So our software is incredibly powerful, right? It's, uh, there's a lot of software companies out there that are trying to be like, Hey, come and sign up with us and we'll do everything on the planet for every retailer that's ever existed in the ones that have come. That's, that's great, but that's taking a really a shotgun shell approach at everything. And you know what? I mean, if you've ever been hunting in your life, shotguns don't always work the best. They don't reach very far and they're not very isolated right and so we take a very surgical approach with walmart and so we really nitpick everything down to where we are performing and executing so that it impacts your walmart business and we spend all of our time working in walmart i mean just understand that and we make sure we build the tools in our software for it and then we have our uh, consulting services you know it's kind of a broad term we have certain products or services that we bucketed up that go deep into the search side organically deep on the paid search side right deep on the catalog management deep within attributions deep within all these types of things even enhanced uh, content type of stuff and recommendations we don't create any content but we recommend what to do and we have great partners right that can create content or they might have internal teams that do that uh, so I mean it's all about just advisement and then pri- providing the data through our software to to basically back up our advisement Right. And and we're constantly researching the own da- our own data that we have to, to basically clarify and, and watch as Walmart changes, as shoppers change, as, as third parties come in, as the competition increases and the assortment at Walmart. I mean, there's so much going on. I mean, it's a pretty crazy space. Uh, I also uh, I give credit to our team. I mean, we every single person on our team has a key value of adaptability. That's why we've thrived in this ecosystem. Right. It's uh, we've seen a lot of people come in with really great ideas and they thought they knew what they're doing and maybe they did in the month of November 2020. But by the time December 2020 hits and especially 2021, they're already behind, right? And so these 
these days of, you know, with the hundred year tenure of kind of agency advertising type of things that have been developed over all this time, right? Still applicable, but just not in the merchandising space. Like you got to be quick. You got to adapt. You got to have speed. You got to change. You know, you got to be, I mean, you got to be a speedboat in this business. And so anybody that comes in with a jumbo jet has a hard problem right? And so we compete with some of the biggest money in the world and some of the biggest companies in the world, right? But we're still thriving, right? And uh, we're very, very good at what we do. And it's because we adapt and it's because every person in our team adapts and our technology adapts with those wonderful, smart, adaptable people. Man, that's fantastic. I, um, I feel like the last 15, 20 minutes or so was like drinking from the omni-channel fire hose. Yeah. Fire hose. And so I'm I'm excited to hear what uh, what our audience um, has taken from this. Eric, thank you so much for coming in and spending some time. That's our show for today, folks. We hope in some small way we are making it easier for you to live, work, and play in Northwest Arkansas. Please take a moment, if you haven't already done so, to click the follow button. That helps you know when new episodes drop and helps others discover this podcast. And if you have any thoughts on today's episode, please leave those in the comments section below. Until next time, on behalf of Ben and myself, we hope you live, work, and play well. Live, Work, Play is hosted by Neil Harris, engineered by Ben Schmuck, and produced by Woodridge Interactive.